Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast. Real stories of women who went from feeling like they would never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that helps female entrepreneurs bust through self-doubt and fear so that they can have wildly profitable online businesses. I personally entered the online space insanely confident in my ability to coach women and have a thriving business. And yet when I couldn't sign a client to save my life, it was insanely frustrating. I speak to women every single day who have this experience, and I'm here to change the conversation so that you can step into your confidence and make more money doing work that you are here to do on this planet. Join us for season five, where you will hear 12 women's stories with creating their own thriving businesses and what it actually looks like behind the scenes to do so. We dive deep into topics you will not find in front-end marketing that will give you tips, tools, and a whole lot of permission to do life and business your own way, while also feeling less alone and growing your income and your impact. Uh, my name is Rebecca morris Eisen, and I'm an inner peace and high achievement coach. So I work with female entrepreneurs or business owners that uh, have really busy businesses or they're just starting to sort of get going. They've got a lot of work on and they tend to get quite overwhelmed with the work. And especially as things start to get going in their businesses, everything, they can feel like they need to do everything and need to be working all the time so quite often a lot of things can get neglected so their family like their outsides like I was say their outside life can get neglected they can neglect themselves all in the focus of just going for the work and trying to make their business successful and the work-life balance gets really skewed mm. and over time that can then create burnout and anxiety and and you can end up not not quite resenting your business, but like you, you just don't really know where to position yourself because you're so focused on work. And if, if you're not working, you feel guilty and you feel like your business is going to fail if you're not working. Whereas you need to have that balance and having that balance and looking after yourself actually helps your work, even though you might not think it. So can you talk to us about how some of this, I, I talk about it like a chicken egg cycle of what comes first of investing or getting the clients or having the money. And sometimes what I see is that people are just kind of on that hamster wheel. Um, can you talk to us about what happened in your business when that was going on? So I, I took quite a big step to start investing in myself because I knew I needed like I knew I had the knowledge uh, and things, but I needed a bit more structure to it mm. and a little bit of help on where to start. Because sometimes when you start, you're a bit like, I, I've no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, But there is a lot of people that also do start themselves and they do like a lot of learning and they can get to some points where they feel like they're hitting a bit of a barrier. So it's trying, again, try, almost trying to find like a little bit of both because I, as I said, I invested in myself probably first as I was setting up my business. Mm. And, and then you get to a point where you're like, I really need some clients now. Mm. So you can, <laughs> and then, and then you're like, well, I could do with a little bit more coaching and you start to, it's almost, it becomes almost a bit like a cycle. And sometimes it can be like, well, if I don't have some more clients, I can't pay for the other coaching that I need. 
so it it can be a bit of a cycle and sometimes you just have to be like I've just got to take the action and Mm -hmm. if you're not taking the action then you're always going to be in that cycle chasing one or the other yeah and so I don't know if this resonates for you but what I find to be true is like decision is everything of if we can decide first and then show up like the work will always work, but it's when we're in this place of just like doubt and fear and second guessing everything. And, you know, maybe we're still investing, but we don't actually believe in the support we're investing in. And then we're sabotaging ourselves in that process. And so I don't know if that rings true for you, but that is like definitely been true for me and almost everyone I talk to in terms of like how this magical, annoying word is so powerful to first get into a place of decision. Yeah, so that's that's so true. And sometimes it can be so easy to just sit on the fence. And by not making a decision, you're not actually really going to be taking any action or implementing anything that you're investing in. Mm-hmm. So that can sort of be, I guess, a bit like the chicken and the egg as well, unless you, you've got to take the action to, to make things happen. And so you've got to make that decision to take that action or make the decision that actually you do need that help to help get you where you want to go. And sometimes the decisions can be the scariest part. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's so frustrating at times because we think like, oh, well, why do I have to get my myself, you know, into a place of deciding first? Like, can't I decide in the process? And like, sometimes, you know, I think it's coming back to decision, like redeciding, but Mm -hmm we have to be able to show up in the energy of belief, like with everything that we do in business, you know? And I think once that clicks in for people, it becomes so powerful to go, oh, like I have this magical like secret, even though I don't believe in secrets, but if I can get myself into a place of belief or decision, then I show up and I'm so much more confident. I know I can figure out like any quote unquote problems that show up versus when we're in a very like disempowered state and we think everything is outside of our control, right? Like there's nothing, yes. nothing that we can do to make it better. And it's like, no, actually there's probably some things, but I find yes. that outside support can be so helpful to just help us with those reframes, right? Yeah, I think that's, like you said, the the biggest thing is making those decisions. But I think so many people are so so scared of making the wrong decisions that they put Mm. off making those decisions, which then has a knock-on effect all down the line. And those decisions you can change. So you might decide, an example, like you might decide, oh, I want my, like my ideal client is going to be like A, and then you start down that path and you're like, well, it doesn't quite work now. So I'm going to change it slightly to like B and that's okay. You can do that. That's part of your journey. And you learn as you go along because A might have been the right person for you at the start. But as you've grown and made those decisions, actually A A doesn't really work now. Mm. But you'd never know that unless you made the decision. Mm -hmm. So making that decision to to get going and having the, the, the knowledge and the confidence that you can change that decision. Mm. So was there something that clicked in for you or a moment maybe after you made that first initial investment to like get your business going, but then maybe you still 
felt a little bit like caught in that cycle. Was there something that helped you or a piece of advice you'd give somebody else in a similar situation to like get out of that place? Yeah, it was a, a bit of advice that I actually gave somebody else and they they got in touch with me through a different like through a group and they were having they had a lot of different things on but they weren't making a decision to take action in any of them so they were spreading themselves really thinly weren't prioritizing everything needed to be just so before they could do anything and what I realized through giving them advice to start to just make a decision on each each one to move it forwards a little bit even if it's a tiny little step like they say like looking quite often we we look at the top of the staircase so a great example is people keep advertising of 5k months or 10k months and we'll look up there and be like oh I want to be up there and um, I was talking to a client this morning about this actually and my client this morning said that like that goal is right in front of her face like it's right there that's all she can see like she can see she can see the results and everything, but that's all she can see. She can't see how to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people get in that in that frame of mind. They can't zoom out and see how they can get there. So it prevents them making those decisions because they feel like everything has got to be perfect and in line. And if it's not perfect, then they are a little bit reluctant to to go ahead. And I think sometimes through talking to some of my clients, I also learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's a few a few things that I've I've picked up like actually I could do with taking a bit more action in this area I need to make that decision to make the next step or there's a a decision I made through talking to uh, my client that spread things very thinly that I need to narrow my focus a little bit more because I I have a habit of having a lot of things going on at once and I needed to narrow my my focus make the decision to narrow my focus and then I can be can concentrate my efforts a lot more Mm. and put more energy and action into that Mm. well I think a couple things there are so helpful so one is like it's great to have a goal but if it's overwhelming you to the point where you can't take action then it often means we need to break down that goal even more right into tinier steps and And then when it's where we're so overwhelmed with like decision fatigue or even just like frozen, we can't even think about decisions. Something that I think about a lot, I don't know where I heard it, but it's like all of us do this at different points, right? In our life or a business, if we have a big decision or a small decision, it feels like the weight of the world is on our shoulders if we make the wrong choice. But we never actually are going to know what would happen if we went the other direction. And so that to me is so comforting just to be like, I can't screw it up. There's literally nothing I can do to screw it up because I don't even know what this path would look like if I went that direction instead of this one. Right, exactly. And we're, we're going to, like, it doesn't matter which way we go, we are going to have, like, we're going to have failures, whether they're like really tiny ones or really small ones. And the thing to always remember is through each decision you make, and especially through each failure you make, you've learned and you've grown. And because you've learned and you've grown, if you take the decision again to to learn from that failure, you then can grow and move forwards much quicker than repeating that same mistake again. Yeah. And it's so much right about the journey and embracing those Mm. moments. And the faster we can learn that, like the better and really more fun it gets to be because 
as an entrepreneur, like you're going to continue to have bumps along the way. And so if we're just like miserable during the bumps, then it's never going to be any fun, which is like, we all had businesses in the first place to do something we loved. Yes, exactly. And if you, I think if you, like you said, if you continue to learn, it does become much more enjoyable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so important, right? Because <laughs> otherwise, like, yeah. why do you want to run your own business if you're not enjoying it? But that's, I come across that a lot, actually. A lot of people get so, they start their business because they want some more time freedom and they want more income. They don't want to work the nine to five. There's a whole list of reasons. But when they start their business, it all gets a little bit overwhelming. And actually, even some people that I know, like, two, three years down the line, they're they're not getting what they actually started their business for because Mm -hmm. they're not making those decisions and remembering why they started their business. It can be so easy to lose focus. Mm. And that's so important to keep coming back to, right? Because we always reach different levels where then maybe we're trying to go to a new level in our business or do something different. And maybe it doesn't feel like it's happening fast enough or like whatever for all of us that we struggle with. But the more we can continue to come back to like, why are we doing this in the first place? Who is it I'm here to help and serve? And, you know, I find that that's like the quickest way to come back out of those either mind spirals or bad places that we go is remembering like, okay, what is the purpose of this business in the first place? Yes, yes, exactly. And it can be so easy to, to take on, like a lot of people take on so many different opportunities that they, they start from like the original circle of why they started their um, their business and then all of a sudden it's turned into this huge tree and they're like out on a tiny limb mm. that has not really much relation to why they started and mm. they get a bit sort of lost and but even if you are out on that tiny limb you can still draw it back mm. when you feel when you feel lost if you can connect with why you started your business in the first place it can really help and increase the motivation as well and like you said like who you're going to serve and why you want to serve those people and what difference it's making to them. And Mm -hmm. it becomes more enjoyable. You can just scale it back to that and keep coming back to your why. Yeah. So important for all of us to remember. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, my name is Lauren. I'm a brand designer, Squarespace and show website designer and SEO strategist for coaches and creatives who want to professionalize their business, attract more aligned clients and generate new leads from Google each month. Okay. So talk to us about, um, what I like to call the chicken and game of investing in support when you had either no clients or inconsistent clients and what that looks like in your business. Yeah. Um, I know that this was definitely something that like I struggled with in the beginning of like, you know, if I don't really have any money, how can I invest in coaches and support? But then like when I heard like those coaches kind of like break it down, like how that like vicious cycle can, um, can happen time and time again. Like if you, um, you know, if you're, if you don't have the money, um, because you, you're not getting clients, then clearly what you're doing isn't working. So that's where you, you know, you find a way to get the money to invest in those coaches so they can actually help you make the money that you're not earning right now. So it's just kind of like how we go to college to get a degree in order to get a job. I think that when you're starting a business, um, 
it's very easy um, to like see messages online of, you know, how like how easy it is to start a business and how it doesn't take a lot of startup, which is true. But if you really want to, you know, make a decent amount of money, um, even like for myself, like apart from freelancing platforms like Upwork, you know, I could be on Upwork all day, but I would still be struggling a lot. And so you really have to, you know, take that step to um, invest in those coaches to get the support that you need and to be able to actually like make real money that is actually going to, you know, come to like a full-time income. And, um, I would say that for myself, like it's never been easy, um, to, you know, find the, the, the money for that. But, um, really what has helped me is, um, getting credit cards that have, uh, the 0% interest for like 12 months or 18 months. And I look at it as like borrowed money because you're not paying interest for yeah. that year, year and a half. So it gives you time to, you know, implement those things that you're learning to be able to make more money and then pay off that credit card. Um, and that has been like the way that I have been able to invest, um, like $20,000 in coaching and not have to pay like any interest. That's a huge tip. I love that because, <laughs> well, cause I think so often and everyone has their own opinion on debt and they're allowed to have their value system on debt. You know, I think it's, it's a choice or not a choice, you know, depending on the person and where they land with it and that's okay. But for a lot of us that like don't want debt or are terrified of debt or whatever, you know, that's a great option. And I think it also goes to show, how do I want to say this? And not like in a nice way, but I, I think the reality is, is like when we're so sick of where we are and we're not getting the results that we want, you know, it is that moment of truth for us. And all of us come to that in different ways throughout our life and businesses. But we do have to come to that point of going like, okay certainly I can sort this out. All kinds of other people are coming up with the money. They're figuring out ways to invest. It's not like everyone just has like 10 grand sitting around or whatever the number is, you know, which I think a lot of people think that of like, oh, must be nice for Sally. She has all this money. And I'm like, no, she is just willing to get resourceful, you know? And like your example is a great example of that, of like you figured out a way that you could get a 0% interest on a credit card and then pay it off over time. Yeah. And I would say that I have like pretty much taken out like every single credit card that has that 0% interest. Um, so if you ever need a list, I have them. But yeah, I mean, that was like the only way, like that was like my only option. Um, you know, I couldn't go to my parents and be like, Hey, can you give me 10 grand? Um, that wasn't an option. And the other thing too, is that, you know, when I said like the $20,000 in coaching, that was, um, you know, a bunch of different programs over the course of a year. And you can start small with, you know, a group coaching program that's maybe between like 1500 and 3000 you don't have to find a coach that um who, who's like six month program is 15 grand and you know drop all of this debt at once you know you can start with like a smaller program and like work your way up but yeah i would say that that is like the number one way that um that i've been able to afford those coaching programs that I really wanted. And it's really like, you know, a matter of how, of how badly you actually want something and how, how badly you want that result, because I pretty much did whatever it took to be able to afford those programs. Yeah. And I think when you're outside of your power and we've all been there, you know, when we're outside of our power and we hear something like this, it's like, Ugh, must be nice, but it's really, really true. It's like, 
when you are so sick of where you are and you want it badly enough, like you will figure it out. And it doesn't mean that everyone's going to invest in a certain way and automatically get the money back within a month or within the program dates, right? Like that is of course not the case, but I do believe you have to have skin in the game because money is the thing that all of us value more than anything else. You know, like to me, it's just this beautiful energy exchange that once we really can step into that and understand that and believe that, like we want to show up differently when we've invested because we have more on the line. Exactly. And I, I think that like, it's, it's kind of sad how it seems that, you know, it's, um, you know, not a good choice to put money in a business before you've like made any money. But when it comes to getting like a real job, you know, it's okay to drop a hundred grand on a college education or even 200 grand, but you know, you can't, you can't take out five grand to start your business to give to a coach. It's like really weird, that kind of messaging that, um, you know, that we see like on a day to day level, um, that's like pushed by society. But then, you know, when you want to start your business, it's like not okay to invest that money. But it's definitely something that, you know, over time with, with being around more business coaches or just like entrepreneurs in general, um, in the online space, it becomes a lot more normal to invest that kind of money and the, the support to help you overcome like your money mindset around that is really there. Yeah, I agree completely. And I think the college example is such a good one because we're so conditioned that that's okay. Mm. Right? Like, absolutely. And yet when it comes to particularly online business, right? Like brick and mortar. And this is how I've been having conversations with a lot of people recently. Cause I, I had like a really terrible money mindset around things when I first entered the online space, because it can be really, I don't know, confusing, or if you just don't have the right, you know, headspace around it, it is questioning like, why would I pay a coach this much money? Like I can do all this myself, blah, 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 you know, all the things. But if you take a step back and look at a brick and mortar type business, never did they just have zero startup costs, right? Like you have to go get a loan and go to the bank and like, there are things involved. And so quite frankly, most of us like need to look at that and, and say, huh, what can I learn from this in terms of how I apply this to my online business? Because like you were saying before, you're doing a lot of things that you've never done before. Right. Yeah. It's really, um, it's really interesting when you like flip that script and, you know, you think about those like brick and mortar businesses or just like the the college education. Um, it really helps put things in perspective. Yeah. And you know, my hope, I mean, nothing against education. I'm highly educated. I have a master's degree. I believe in education, but I also think that the world is changing dramatically, you know, and we just can't apply the old way of thinking anymore to what's possible now. And especially when it comes to the cost of education in terms of like, the amount of debt you're taking out and depending on what kind of job you're going to get after versus like, if you can be 18 and start your online business, like, and have no debt. I mean, I don't know. To me, that's a way different ball game. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of wish that I knew about the online business world earlier because I definitely would have started my business like back in college. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, 
obviously now more than ever with everything in the state of the world with so much uncertainty of just, you know, no one knows how long this pandemic's going to last and how long people are working at home or kids are at home from school, you know, never ever has there been a better time to take control of your income and work online. Exactly. Yeah. I know so many people that um, were not really that like affected by everything going on. Like, of course there definitely were, um, you know, a decent amount of people in the online space, but I feel like, you know, for the most part, this was like the community that, you know, wasn't like as much affected as people with like a regular nine to five job is definitely like more stable. So that's been, you know, really nice throughout this whole process is like not being afraid that I'm going to like lose my job and not be able to pay rent um, because my business, like what I sell is still in demand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's the most empowering place to be to know that you can generate your own income versus being reliant on someone else. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So any other advice you would give to someone when it comes to investing in yourself and your business, particularly when you're not um, signing clients? I would say, um, I think I kind of touched on this a little bit before, but just kind of like starting small, like, like I said, you don't have to drop like 15 grand at once. Um, you know, I would say to find a coach whose content that you really like, see if they have, um, you know, a group coaching program that is coming up, or maybe it's even a course. So I would say to like, really just like start small. So you're not overwhelming yourself and see like what you can learn and then like go from there. See if you feel like you need that additional support. Like if you try the course and you're like, Oh, I really want, you know, more, feedback and support, like for my specific business, then maybe then from there you go to a group coaching program. Um, I would say you don't have to like jump into anything like really quickly, but just really, you know, make sure that the, the, the course or the coach that you decide to work with really like vibes with you. And, um, you feel like you, um, you know, you can have a really good like relationship with them. Mm, I love that advice. Yeah. Relationships. So key to everything, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm, well, thank you so much for being here, Lauren. I appreciate your time so much and sharing all of your wisdom with our guests. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello. Uh, my name is Kusha and I'm the founder of the Bespoke Designs. I live in India and I am a single mom of a 10-year-old son and I live with my parents here. And um, before I started business on my own, I was working in corporate. So I've had a really amazing uh, corporate life. And then I moved out to start my own business. And now it's almost five years that there has been no looking back and you know, I've been working full-time online. So yeah, that's about me. So was that part of kind of breaking that chicken egg cycle of deciding, okay, I need a coach because what I'm doing is not working. I'm in this place of not seeing results. So I need to invest. Uh, well, yes, it was because like I mentioned, there still wasn't any client. There was no profit. <laughs> there was nothing happening. You know, I was still yeah. working with my savings, you know, my corporate mm -hmm. savings and a handful of, you know, um, you know, money, which I must have made maybe from those workshops, you know, so it really yeah. wasn't against something which would say that, okay, I have enough money to hire a coach. So I still did not hire a coach, mm. but I bought her program. So it's like, you know, maybe not one-on-one, -on -one, but at least she's got this 
you know, big program, which has got a lot of value in it. And it's going to help me to have, you know, like a complete sold out uh, business and a launch and all sorts of things. So, uh, so that's why I bought that. And again, uh, then cropped in another fear, Gary. And that was like, you know, because you know how it works. If you're a confident person, otherwise in life, but then unless you see success, you end up losing on your confidence. And I feel mm. that I think you also shared that in, in, in a couple of your, uh, you know, articles and posts, uh, which I have read a lot of times. So confidence is a muscle which yep. we can automatically grow back again when we start seeing that success. But I wasn't seeing success and as much confident person and positive and optimistic person I am, I was just breaking away further, you know, like it was not working well. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, because I was a trainer. I was used to addressing 70 to 100 people in a room. Mm-hmm. And I could do that with all the world's confidence. <laughs> all energy and, you know, complete fun and entertainment and, you know, keep them hooked with the topic that we're talking about. But now this course, which I took, it says, go sit down in front of a laptop, look at the camera (laughs) and record. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, okay. This is so much more scary than what I did earlier. And I was, I was gone. I was it was a disaster, Gary. It didn't happen because I was so nervous. I was like, sure. how do you even just sit in front of a camera and there's nobody around you, okay? Nobody's watching you. But yeah. You're just saying, look at your own bloody face and talk and tell what your coaching is about and create modules and then you can pack them up and put it in a nice loving way and design it in that jazzy manner and then put a price and start selling. And then, you know, money's going to start flowing. (laughs) (laughs) And I just failed at that first attempt. And I'll tell you what, I shared that video with one of my prospective clients and I got a feedback that you sound monotone. (laughs) You don't resonate with me. You've got a very boring video. And that was another setback, you know, that was like Mm. a second big setback. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not made for business. This is not my cup of tea. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Maybe my dad is right. I need Mm. to go back (laughs) and look for a job. Okay. (laughs) And it was over. I was, and this is 2017, end of 2017, on the verge of giving up. Yeah in spite of having one of the most successful business coaches program under the belt and tried to work around, you know, the whole thing to the T, create those templates, create everything. But just because one feedback from one prospective client, mm. remember, she's still not bought it. Okay. She <laughs> like a beta tester that, okay, why didn't you see this and give me feedback? And just because I got that kind of feedback, I'm not made for business. This Mm. is not my kind of thing. And I just thought I'm not going to do this anymore. So what changed? Now, what changed? The why was still inside fire. You know, that fire was still burning inside. I want to be home. 
I know my dad is on my head. He's saying, you know, you're failing, you're failing, you're failing. See, you said this, you said this. It's not happening. You're still failing. And I said, I still want to do this. I still want that I should be home because in these, okay, my, my professional career was in the drains, right? But what was happening personally? So personally, my son was from five years. So he was five years old then, right? He's 10 now. Mm -hmm. But at that time when I left, he was five years old. He had me 24 seven. I saw such a tremendous change in him because I was there with him at home. He was getting so much more attached. He was getting so much more disciplined. He was getting those values, which I wanted. Mm. Um, he had started school. I wanted to be there, you know, when he came back from school, he could talk about friends, teachers, you know, his fears and what's he going through. So, so much more was happening at the personal front, which I could not show to anybody that, look, this is not going well, but the personal front is so good, you know, and I don't want to give away any part of this just because I'm a failure. Mm. So this was such a, you know, a precious thing for me that I was building on the personal front as a mom that I said, I'm going to do something I might just change my direction completely, you know, maybe coaching is not my cup of tea, but I'm going to do something else, but I'm going to make sure I don't go back searching for a job. So my next big decision was I'm not going to go and look for a job. That's for sure. <laughs> Even though they keep telling me a thousand times, a job is not happening anymore. Whatever else I may do, I don't care. It's not going to be a job. I'm not going back to a nine to five. I kept saying this to myself every time I thought that I was a failure. Mm. Every single time. I said, I'm not going back that way. It has to be ahead. However long it takes, it has to be ahead. You know, however small baby steps I take, it's going to be to move ahead and not to give up and go back because giving up is so easy. You know, yep. giving up is like, okay, I'm done. Let me go back to that comfortable zone, you know, mm -hmm. but moving out of that comfort zone and, you know, keep expanding towards being courageous that takes effort that needs that strength and you know that mental attitude that no I don't want to give up I won't give up come what may I decided that I want this life and I'm going to work towards it even though my father or my parents or anybody else keeps questioning it you know so after a time uh, I did not pay heed to what he was saying I was like keep saying I'm going to do this only so did you it's have my life? Well, of course. And did you have, did you have like a moment or a line in the sand where, you know, you kind of had felt like you were half in half out and you were like, okay, I'm going to go all in and here's what I'm willing to do to do that. Yes. So, so that was the time. So 2017 mm. and new mm. year's, I thought I'm not going to be doing any more of this business shit, you know, mm. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And it's over and we'll see what happens in next year. And, you know, let's just take a break from everything. You know, like when you just say, like when you take a 
breakup, when you have a breakup and then you're in that zone. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I felt I was in that breakup zone that nothing's working for me. Let's just leave everything and chill out for some time. When you chill out is when you understand, you know, some more ideas coming back to you. Because mm-hmm. the, the more you're stressed, your brain just stops working. You know, it yeah. can't give you, it can't give you more directions. It can't show you some more options for you. But now when I was just sitting and chilling out and I wasn't worrying about what am I going to do next? That's and and by the way, because of that course which I did, I was also in a mastermind program. So I had some other fellow, uh, you know, coaches who were also struggling, working together. Yeah. Sorry. So we were brainstorming, and I used to have these discussions with them. And that's when I told them, I said, "Listen, I'm not made for this. Maybe I should just chill out." But what she said was that, "Okay, take your time." And then there was this another idea which came to me, Carrie, and that was about designing. Okay. And the reason it came was because I know I have the skills, right? I wasn't using them. (laughs) So I told her, I said, listen, uh, I've been training and I've been designing all my training programs from start to finish. So all the content, all the modules, all the courses, all the presentations, everything I've always done it, you know, all by myself. And And I love doing it so much that, you know, I can even stay awake the whole night and not complain about it because I'm so crazy about them. So I said, you know, maybe what I really need to do is change direction, but not the goal. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's like that light bulb moment that I wanted to change direction and move into uh, creating design, creating graphics, um, doing social media, uh, you know, branding for others. And, and obviously, while I was trying to promote myself, I was doing it for my own self. So now I thought, why do I not try and, you know, shift my direction and see if that works. So I started free work, of course, because I wasn't even sure if people would like it. So 2018 is when the Bespoke Designs was born. Okay. And that's the time when I decided that it's going to be a new name and it's going to be an identity where I can help people design for their brand. And it's going to be completely bespoke. It's going to be completely customized and it's going to be something which can reflect their personality, uh, their branding, their message, and how do they want to bridge the gap between them and their clients so that, you know, it creates them like a you know, like the showstopper in their industry. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that's when I started initially with those free projects. So, you know, just trying and asking for randomly in other groups that would you be interested if I could do some free work for you in return for testimonials? And it worked, okay? And people started liking my work. And from there, I, I, I and I had that course. So now I had business sense, okay? All I needed to do was decide and specialize myself in a particular thing and then start all over again and sell it. So the idea worked. Uh, The product is where I had to, you know, probably work a little more on. And I and that's the time again, the second time that I felt that now I really need somebody, you know. I'm Simona and I'm a mindset coach. I help heart-centered entrepreneurs um, shift their mindset and master their mindset so they can live more confident and, and empowered lives. Yay, so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. 
So thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so can you talk to us about when you were, or sometimes these things are still happening. You know, I, I think it's always good to give voice to that too. It's not that we hit a certain level and these, these topics we're going to cover just go away, but we become more aware of them. Right. So is there a point that you can remember in your business where you were kind of in a chicken egg cycle of figuring out investing in support before or during inconsistent or no clients? Yes. So I think that one thing that I love, um, from the very start of my business is I always, I always understood value that investing in support would bring back to me. So even in the times in the months where I wasn't necessarily making a lot of money, I knew that, you know, what you put out, you get back. And I knew that when you take the time to invest into something, you're investing in it because you care and you care about your growth and you care about the experience that you're delivering for yourself. And you also care about the experience you're delivering for your clients. And so I think that, you know, it's, it can be very challenging sometimes because we don't necessarily know, you know, let's say there's this program and it's $10,000 and you want to take the $10,000 program, but your client base is not allowing you, you know, like you're not making enough money in your business technically to be able to afford that $10,000 program. I think that it's, it's a lot to do with like the mindset piece of where you put your energy is where it's going to come back to you. Um, so when you are taking a bet on yourself, I think that either way you can't go wrong. And something that I've learned a lot along the way is maybe the program wasn't the perfect fit, or maybe the coach wasn't the perfect fit. And that's okay because not every single thing is going to be, you know, not every single thing is going to be exactly how we envision it to go, but there's always something to learn in every single one of those moments. And every time that I've invested in anything, regardless of, you know, if I enjoyed the program or not, because let's be real, sometimes we don't, and that's fair. I've always made the investment back because of the things that you learn when you're there. You, you're, when you're there, you either learn what you like, you learn what you don't like, you learn the different hidden shadow parts of yourself that you need to work mm. on in order to be able to hit that next step. And then in turn, you're able to bring on more clients or you create a new service or you create something that's aligned with your business. But I think, you know, what's really key here in this is the part of when you have inconsistent or no clients, I think it's just really having that faith and that inner knowing that you will always attract the people that are meant for you. And the people who need your help and your services will always find their way to you. And by doing so, you open up more opportunity because money loves purpose, right? Mm. So when you get money to you, you're able to invest it somewhere else. So you're so right with saying, you know, chicken and egg game, because it really is. It's like, I don't know. It's like one they kind of both go hand in hand together. And I think that's what I love about it. Yeah. Well, okay. So there's a few things I love there. I love how you said that. And I could not agree more in terms of money loving purpose. And I find myself having to be really clear with that. Like one thing I do now in my business is like making sure I'm giving money a purpose every month. I love that. But it's so, it's so true what you said, because I found myself a few months ago, even being like, well, what is, what is the reason that I want to make more money? And if I wasn't super clear on why, then I was finding it was harder to do that. But as soon as it was like, oh, here's a purpose, it was so simple, so dang simple. And so I love that. that's just like something that I think is such a little um, hack that people can try on, you know? Yes, 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 yes. And you know what I love so much that you even said just there too, kind of like said it without saying it 
it's that appreciation of the money that you have coming in. So for so Mm -hmm. long in my business, so I was working corporate job while starting up my business and I never appreciated the money that Mm -hmm. came in from my corporate job because I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't want to be in it and I hated it. And so I was like so jaded towards the money coming in, but it all contributes. And I think when you deny that part and you're denying the X amount of thousands of dollars that are coming in, you're like, you're asking the universe for 10 K months and the universe yeah. is giving you 10 K months in combination of, you know, let's say like your, your business income and your corporate income, let's say, right. you know, you're asking for it, but you're not appreciating it. You know what I mean? So the universe is like, well, fuck you. (laughs) You asked for the 10 K I'm giving you the 10 K. It's not the way you wanted it. You know what I mean? And so I found that when I really started appreciating every single like dollar that I was making that was coming in, whether it was like a value amount or actual amount, you end up with so much, with so much more because you're really being appreciative and you're being intentional and you're giving it purpose. Hmm. Yeah, I could not agree more. And I've watched that, like, because I think it can be such a slippery slope. Otherwise, right? Because we're just in this place of like, well, I want this, and I've so been there, where it's like you want to be making more money and you're not. But it's like, well, I have to start with gratitude for what I have. Like, oh, last month I had less clients. Now I have more. Like, how can I celebrate the shit out of exactly where I am? And that has been like the biggest hack for me too. Like of just going exactly where I am is worth celebrating because otherwise we're never going to be satisfied if we're like always chasing the next thing. Exactly. Honestly, Carrie, I never, I love what you said because I've never been one in the past to like celebrate any of like the small wins. And it wasn't until I started working with um, one coach in particular and she was like, oh my God, like this is such a milestone, Simona. Like this is such great, like this is incredible clarity that you've gotten on X, Y, and Z. Like, how are you celebrating? And I was like, like, I'm like, what? what? I'm like, okay, it's like, it's fine. Like, it's just a thing that happens. But really taking the moment to like being exactly what you said, grateful for what happened and how, how that happened and starting, you know, like everything, everything. Oh, I love it. It's so yeah. good. It's so true. And that's to me, like the benefit of incredible coaching of just like different perspectives. Right. And then being like, Oh, this can like repattern my brain and rewire my brain in a different way. And exactly. it's just so hard to do when you're in your own experience, but when you have somebody else that has a different perspective from you, you know, and that's that whole, like trusting yourself and investing of like yes. what you're going to learn and grow as a result of that whether or not it's the money, because sometimes it's not the money in the time frame, like you said, but there are always lessons, but it's a mindset thing. Are you available to look for the lessons? Exactly. Exactly. And there's always lessons to be found in every single thing. And so, you know, when I think about this in particular, you know, the support that you want to get from somebody else and not having the income or the clients to support that, it's like, do you really not have the income or the clients and can you really not make it work or are you living out of that place of fear and are you letting your ego mind decide for you what kind of support that you can have based on what you think that you have coming in and like there's always a fear of like is this really going to work you know what I mean like is this going to work for me I know people pay like tuition sizes of money to coaching programs and you do it with the blind faith that you're going to at least learn one thing. You know what I mean? If not, like have this incredible program that's going to change your life. 
Yeah. And to me, the difference of like how I now understand like energy and getting behind something is you can decide that first. Like that's the piece. And I Mm. think until it kind of clicks in, it feels like way too woo woo and abstract and out (laughs) there, you know, but I like preach this all day long and I watched it, you know, just in my own life of making a huge investment like two months ago and being like, can I trust myself to do this? This is so much money, you know, but I made it all back in a handful of weeks, but it was because I was so locked in on this is my line in the sand. I'm deciding I'm going all in. And then the universe rewards that because you're not in this like waffly place of like, maybe it'll work out. Maybe not. Exactly. Exactly. And I think like, that's just, honestly, that's just such a good point, especially about, you know, the money that you're making back because it's always going to come back. And I think that, you know, if I think back to like my own personal self, the programs that I've taken that maybe have have had the most reward, if you will, um, to them was when I look back and really pinpoint it, it was me that was blocking my own self and me that blocking my own success. Um, yeah. and I'm not like afraid to admit that, like, you know, there was like intimidation of like the other people that were in these different programs as well. Um, you know, seeing other people win and you're like, Oh my God, what about me? I'm being left behind. <laughs> but when, but when you're like what you're saying, when you realize how the energies all click together and when it stops sounding so woo and more like, you know, just part of like normal life, that's like when the shift happens that it's like, it's, you know, you are the creator of everything that you want in your life. And as a creator of everything you want in your life, you get to decide what kind of support you want when you want to have it. Um, and what you're going to let dictate what you're going to have versus what you're not. Yeah. And I think, um, and I can like personally speak of how I used to view investing, like in such a negative connotation when I first entered the online space. And then now I look at it and it's like, how can we take extreme radical responsibility and be like, everything is on me. Like, of course there are mentors and people I'm investing in and I'm trusting them and I'm going to show up. But like at the end of the day, my results are on me. Like as much as the coaching industry spins of like client wins, of course, and I celebrate my clients all the time, but like their results are on them to show up and do the work. And the same is true for me of like the coaches I invest with, like it is on me. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. It's so, so, so true. I, I honestly, I couldn't agree more because we sit and we, you know, in the past, like, you know, you hire for me, I've hired people in the past and I'm like, okay, like fix me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, well, actually, like you actually have to sit down with your own shadow self with your own mm-hmm. stuck and sit in it and work through it and get through those blocks and understand why, because unless you do the work, you'll never understand the core reason of why something is holding you back. Like just recently, I, I'm a very open book, so I have no problem like saying all of these things because I know that it's going to help someone, but I had, you know, every single, I'm very, very grateful that every single month of my business since the beginning of the year has like profited more every single month, which is incredible. And then I was just kind of like at a standstill. And I realized that I was fearful of success because I was scared that if I was successful and it was actually, um, you know, if it actually took off and it actually, I actually made it, I was fearful that, you know, the success would be taken away. And that was a realization that I had like last week. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, Oh my God, I blocked my own self. I'm standing in my own way to see the success that I want. 
which is wild. But that's the thing, right? It's always that, which is like such a bitch, but so (laughs) empowering at the same time, once we're like, oh, it's just me, I can do some rearranging and some healing or whatever I need to do here to look at the parts of myself, like you're saying, that you're dismissing or not embracing and those shadowy parts, like the, the parts we fear. Exactly, exactly. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast. It is an honor to be in your ears each and every week. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And will you go ahead and do me a quick favor? Go over and leave us a review so that people can easily find this show. If you'd like to talk about the number one mindset shift you can make today in your business to make more money and impact, head on over to my website at setyourselffree.com llc.com and sign up for a free 30 minute call. Can't wait to chat with you so that you can have your own profitable online business. And thanks again for being here. We'll see you next week.